Clove is very good indeed for comforting those who are bereaved or holding evil tongues you see, stopping all gossip spoke against me. Simply carry clove inside a sachet or burn as incense, none could match it. For warding off evil, this smoke deters. Perhaps have fun and mix with myrrh. For health, it's true, clove does aid. Preventing cancer, you've got it made. A veritable antioxidant. It even works for Protestants. Wear a little clove to attract the opposite sex. It's a magical fact. Greetings, brothers and sisters, and all those in between. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is a debatably comedic, poetic podcast about mysticism and spirituality. On this season of A Thousand Serious Moves, we are swimming in the waters of learning the magical and practical uses of herbs and spices. Today's herb of the day is clove. Before we get into all the details of learning about clove, we will do our regular thing. And here we go. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do many things. You can share with your friends. You can share on your social media. You can leave a review on iTunes or Spotify. You can also book a tarot reading with me at www.samantha.as.me. There's lots of different spreads on there from a one card spread to a three card spread to looking at your inner and outer resources over a certain period of time. There's even a holy guardian angel spread, which is fun. You can also support this podcast by purchasing art from my Etsy shop at www.etsy.com slash shop slash Haniel777. That's H-A-N-A-E-L-777. I also have a brand new item as an offering to you. Yes, you. I have put together a categorized booklet of the magical uses of psalms. If you were with me in 2020, you know that I went through all 150 psalms and did a podcast episode on each psalm discussing the magical and practical uses of the psalms. So your favorite season of A Thousand Serious Moves is now in booklet form. If you'd like to order a booklet, I will put them on my Etsy shop. But in the meantime, you can send me an email at htxoracle at gmail.com or you can direct message me on Instagram and send me your information and I will send you one. The cost of the books is $22. We will also be selling them at Ocotillo. Though I will say that it's better if you purchase it from me because then I can make more money from that. Ding dong! 
this episode is brought to you by and from Building 98. This is Building 98. I'm recording this episode from my bed. Uh, There is a video companion to today's episode. So for those of you who like to see my face, then there you go. What else? Okay, I think all of that is out of the way. I made an incense for today's episode uh, that I'm burning right now. It's got clove, obviously, and frankincense and spikenard and a little bit of residual cedar that I had in the mortar and pestle. I usually use frankincense as kind of like my base resin that I will then like add other herbs and uh, plant materia too. Um, but I, like said, mentioned in the poem, you could also use myrrh as kind of like your base resin as well. But, um, I wrote the poem after I made the incense. And then I also made a tea yesterday with a little bit of clove that had, what it had roses, had dry roses, cinnamon, some chickweed, and a little bit of clove, Uh, though if you're adding clove into a tea, really just like a little bit goes a long way because it is a very potent flavor, but we'll get more into that later on in the episode. Uh, yeah, I'm recording from building 98 where I am the writer in residence, haunted, spooky building 98. You know, it's funny. I, uh, People are like, are you afraid to live there? Because it's an old military fort. And they used to hold German POWs from World War II here. And so there's murals on the walls that I guess the prisoners of war painted. on In one of the gallery areas, it's like one wall is the Bavarian Alps. And then on the other side is the West Texas landscape. So people always assume that it's haunted. But I don't think there's really any stories of like, people getting slaughtered at building 98. Um, but I was talking to a friend the other day. I was like, the energy is kind of like layered. And so there's definitely like things going on here, but there's things going on everywhere unless you live in a new house. But I mean, spirits are everywhere. Every house has like a house spirit. So in fact, you know, if you want to build friendly relations with your house spirit, you know, you could just say like, thank you and leave out a glass of water, you know, um, just burn some frankincense as like an offering or, or cedar or fuck, whatever you have, you know, I guess there's all this controversy about white sage. I don't know. My teacher taught me it was fine. You know, there's contra. you could make controversy about just about anything, or you could just do whatever you want with harm to none, like try to like not harm people. Right. Like I remind myself and my higher power reminds me of compassion. And it's like, let it begin with me, right? Because when I am being compassionate and kind to myself, it helps me to be compassionate and kind to others. So even if I don't agree with someone else's political beliefs or philosophical beliefs or straight up views of reality, like straight up, like we are just not on the same page. I can still have compassion for others. In fact, one might say that I'm obligated to have compassion for others. There's a scripture in the New Testament that says something like, 
I am not free until my brothers and sisters are free. And I don't mean some like contrived new age sense of, oh, we're all one. It's something that's much deeper than that. But I did have a friend that I may or may not, I did. I helped her through a DMT experience and it was her first time ever doing DMT. And when she came back, she said, she said, it's like we're all lights on a light rope and we're just getting turned on. And I just thought that was a beautiful expression because if I'm in a good place and I'm keeping my vibrations high, then it's an offering that I can bring to others. Like, so when I do prayer and meditation in the morning, it's not just about trying to make myself feel better. It's also about being of service to the greater community and in service to the divine. In this world, we'll always have points of tension. And that too is part of the divine. I was taught that even the, even the dead dog lying in the gutter is the face of God. So back to Haunted Building 98. Um, two days ago, it was the night of the new moon. The, um, it was like Monday night, early Tuesday morning. Around 4 a.m., I was lying in bed and sleeping nice and soundly. And heard a voice, clearly audible, that said, Angela, Angela. It woke me up, but I did not remove the eye mask from my eyes. For why should I fear? At first blush, there was something funny about it because my mother's name is Angela. So I thought, oh, it's just a spirit fucking with me. I'm going to keep sleeping, you know? I mean, what are you going to do? And then upon second blush, I remembered that Angela means angel. So perhaps it was just a spirit seeing my guardian angel. And then I fell soundly back to sleep. And then on the day of the new moon, I did a spiritual cleansing of the space. <laughs> I was taught to that it is beneficial to do a cleansing of the space every new moon and full moon and to take a ritual bath every new moon and full moon. But that's like me as a practitioner, right? So it's not that everybody needs to be rigorous about taking ritual baths and doing ritual cleansings but we all know that it's a good idea to clean up the space right like 
I don't think many of my listeners are just straight up materialists, right? Like, so it's like, just like we would physically clean a space, then also metaphysically cleaning a space. And so again, perhaps this magical Psalms document would be beneficial for you because there's lots of good information in there and different ways to cleanse a space. So you can do with salt water and incantations. You can cleanse a space with scents like frankincense or sage, palo santo or myrrh or basil or clove. Right? Like you don't even have to order anything special online. A lot of the things that you have might already be in your kitchen. The only thing you might want to buy is some instant light charcoal, which you can get like a box of on Amazon for like 10 bucks. And then that's what you would put the plant material on. Um, but if you don't have that, you can get a branch of pine. For, if you have a pine tree in your front yard, then you could wrap up the, like a, um, what is it? A, a branch with a bunch of pine needles on it. You could wrap it up with some twine or something, and then you could burn that as like your smoke wand. So just straight up like pine or if you have juniper or cedar, anything that's like kind of piney, you know, like that kind of like resiny kind of materia, you can wrap it up most of the time and those will be used as to cleanse a space. Or if you have rosemary, um, a lot of churches actually have rosemary growing outside them. So, you know, for the community, you could grab, you know, just some wild rosemary or wild lavender if you live in, you know, the Southwest. So these are all ways to cleanse your space like you don't need any special items or any you know it's like think about back in the day right it's like what do you have available to you that's local like you don't even have to be all fancy about it you know it's for every magic is for everybody it's not just for yes it's a cult like there is there are definitely secret and hidden things that remain hidden but you know you don't, there's no reason that someone has special information that you can't have and that you have to suffer. And that's part of my philosophy behind this podcast now is that it's for you. Like this isn't, these are tools and gifts and offerings for you to have this information that, yeah, like, you know, if, if you're struggling with money, like put some basil in your bath, like make a tea with basil and drink it. Like, if you're having money difficulties, recite these certain Psalms and ask, you know, your higher power to help you. Like we don't have to stay stuck like in a prison of our own mind. And sometimes going through the process of gathering material and putting the effort in, like that's the fire that burns away the clogs, right? It's like we already hold the key in our hand. Sometimes we just have to literally step through the door. And that step, that energy, that work of even if it's just something so simple like burning some incense or getting some pine needles and scattering them on your floor and then sweeping them up, right? We'll we'll get to that later. So 
So I did a cleansing of the space yesterday. And if you ever want to know, like if you ever feel stuck, please feel free to email me. If you say, I would like to know how to take a ritual bath and I feel stuck, I will send you step-by-step instructions. All you need is salt, water, and a candle. And so you can email me that or any other questions that you have, htxoracle at gmail.com. You can also, another way to cleanse yourself and your, yeah, to cleanse yourself is you take a clove of garlic and about a quarter of a cup of salt and you crush up the garlic with the salt. So you take the peeling off. You can also burn garlic peelings to, we'll, we'll get to that on the garlic episode, which would be a really fun one, but I want you all to have this information now. Um, So you take a clove of garlic and you crush it with salt and then you rub your whole body with this mixture before you get into the shower. So like all the salt and garlic like juices and everything like mix rub all over your body and then you get into the shower, not the bath because you want it to wash off of you and wash down the drain. And that's a really great way of cleansing some negative energy from yourself. I also have written down here fear loops. So, um, like I mentioned in the last episode, my sponsor has me writing down my fears. You know, it's funny when you put pen to paper, the, the, the loop, like the, the habit patterns, the obsession, like it becomes very apparent. And it's like, I'm afraid because I'm afraid because I'm afraid because I'm afraid. I don't even need like a reason to be afraid. I heard it said that some culture or somebody says that the word for human means fearful animal. But what's cool about being human is that though we are part animal and do still have these instincts, that we also have this heightened level of awareness where we're at this point where we can we can break free from the fear loops. So the method that I was taught for overcoming fears, writing it down, calling somebody and talking about it. It doesn't have to be a therapist, right? It can be a close friend or whomever. So writing down the fears, calling somebody and saying, can you hold space for me? I'm about to share with you my fears because I need to get them out. I need to exercise this demon. And so then you just share about, I'm afraid of doing this and this because I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid that I'm always going to be alone. I'm afraid that I'm going to get sick and die and that no one's going to take care of me. And so then you share the fear and then you ask your higher power to remove the fear. Very simply. Say, higher power, thank you for your blessings in my life. Please guide me in healing and remove these fears from me. Thank you. In your name, amen. Some version of that, you know, giving thanks, confessing the fear, asking for it to be removed. And then the final step is then putting your mind on someone that you can help. So you can either actually help somebody 
but it's about getting out of yourself. It's about thinking about somebody else besides yourself. Getting out of, so it's like you're getting the fear out. You're, you're saying it out loud. You're writing it down. You're asking a higher power to remove it. And then you're so out of yourself that you're thinking about how can I help somebody else? Instead of this like self-centered fear of like me and the whole world and everybody care. And you know, this is speaking from experience. So there's a method that I am learning and practicing for removing fears from myself. Be not afraid, right? Like, be not afraid, oh, you divine creator. Be not afraid, oh, you beautiful light of God. You are that. There is nothing to fear. Fear is false evidence appearing as real. Last week, I was in fear because I had a lot going on this week. I was anticipating all the bad things that were going to happen to me this week because I needed to get I need to get my alignment fixed on my car. I needed to print these magical Psalms documents. I had all my bills coming through and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to have all this money. Like, there's just no way. But I shared about it with a friend and I asked my higher power to remove it. And then sure enough, like I went to get my alignment fixed or checked and then they're not going to be able to fix it until next week anyway. And then the magical Psalms documents, like they didn't ask me to pay for the proofs, only get only the actual like printed copies. So it's like everything ended up working out. So all of that fear, it was just like this trap, like this habit of the mind. But I'm grateful because I didn't have to stay stuck in it. And then lo and behold, when the actual situation came to be that I wasn't afraid, I already knew that everything was going to be fine because I am the light of the world. You are the light of the world. We are that. When I'm in fear, then I can oftentimes create a lot of harm and pain to myself and other people because I'm, what about this and what about that? And it's like, dude, just fucking chill. Like, just chill. Being afraid doesn't fix anything. Oftentimes, most of the time, like 90, what, we'll just, we'll leave a 1%, 99% of the time, what I'm afraid of does not end up actually happening. And I end up being fine. I mean, think about how many things that we have made it through that we were so afraid and then we've turned out okay. Like today is okay. Like remember that thing that you were afraid of two weeks ago and here you are on the other side of it? It's like that being on the other side of fear is already now. When the fear hits, like shorten the timeline of when you're on the other side of it. Get to the other side of it now. Like now is the moment for your awakening. Today. Do not delay. Why should I worry in times of fear? What can flesh do to me? Nothing can take away my divine light. Even if I died. Hallelujah, right? Even when I die, I have nothing to fear. 
even when I die, I surrender, release, allow, let go. How I live is how I die. How I do anything is how I do everything. Every act can be an act of prayer. Washing a dish. How do I wash a dish? How do I floss my teeth? With gentleness. Care. With love. This is an act of service. Because when I'm loving to myself through the simplest act of putting on socks when my feet are cold. This is an offering to my brothers and sisters and those who don't identify with either. How I do anything is how I do everything and how I treat myself is how I treat others. And maybe sometimes it gets reversed. Maybe sometimes I can be try to really be kind and help others and then I neglect myself in the process. So it's a good opportunity for me to realize that sometimes whenever I want to do something really nice for someone, I need to make sure that I'm doing that nice thing for myself. If I want to cook for somebody else, am I taking the time to actually cook for myself as well? Because eventually I'm going to end up depleted. I cannot pour from an empty cup. I must fill my cup first so then that which overflows may be of service and a blessing to others. But I must first keep my cup full and the overflow of abundance and love that it may flow through me and onto you brothers and sisters, sacred and divine. I did write a poem when I was getting my alignment checked. What shall I name it? I, I'll give a, we'll call it wavy sunrise I noticed because when I was driving to Alpine the sun was rising and it was cold outside but I could see the the waves of heat in the distance it was like it's like the serpent right the Nakash the beast of the field of appearance I saw it wavy lines at sunrise Patterns of threads unfolding. Waiting in the doctor's office. How much longer will it take this waiting? These oscillating waves patterning throughout plumes of smoke and indifferent vibrations. 
my vibratory system, wishing things were or were not. Put the proof in the forefront. No, but seriously, fuck you. Fuck me. Am I really sick? Or did your puritanical patterns turn from venomous to impotent? Should I stay calm or judge you for judging? Ought I be careful with the words I speak, the words I write, hearing angels call me throughout the night? Angelos, Angelos, Angelos. Am I surrounded on every side? Gazing into the fire and doing the next right things to release anticipation, fear of the unknown, for even spinning circles cannot destroy themselves, else they're out of business. The Ouroboros. I saw a way out and opening, shifting positions. Purity, purity, purity. Will I have enough? Or is consumption just some antiquated disease? But I'd call myself an antiquarian, except I cannot help but asking questions. I'm just getting started, but it's already done. If only I'd untangle from conjunctions, presumptions, and remembering dinner. Why would I recreate a vaporous non-existence with heavy oils creating cancer, but I've sworn off preaching? I just saw a dog at Oasis Tire getting my alignment checked. These are the gifts of recovery. Listening for tires screeching, the garage door open, and I'm so fucking famous. It's almost like I was addicted to frustration, a flip in my belly, that constant churning, yearning for you, yearning always, that constant chasing like we were ever separate to begin with. Oh, how I fucking love you. But maybe I'll save that for another poem, an open door now closing. I was going to write a love poem until I saw the serpent lying by telling me what he said was a lie. It's all a lie. This pushing, pulling. Am I ever playing hard to get with older men? I'd never put all my cards on the table, confessing to you I'm the whore of Babylon. At least I wish I was. Not smoking cigarettes, just to see your face. This coffee tastes like melted plastic, and the barista is fake, God, I hate 
eavesdropping when what I really mean is to write love poems. But of course my taste buds are different. Yeah, I'm so unique to agree with everything you say while you brag about how many kilos. So you're telling me what I hate is also love? A bird in my rear view mirror. Quantity, quantity, quantity. Of course I'm almost, could be, in love with you. A blind Ethiopian guarding the Ark of the Covenant. This was supposed to be a really good poem. I should have known better than to assume the world is against me or that fucking equals a first date. An evil eye. Always watching. But luckily, I said my prayers. I saw a young man who looks like you and another young man who looks like him. But truly, you were my platonic ideal. Like a fish in water, I'd bathe in your gaze, despising dispositions, retrograding a retrograde. I am wide open and closed off to throwing anything into this hierarchy of non-existence, performing the same trick over and over. And now, without further ado, we are at our herb of the day, which is clove. If you take nothing else from this spice, this herb, know that clove is good for preventing gossip and for comforting the bereaved. From the Herbal Healing Handbook, Clove is an antifungal and also abets toothache. And so does cinnamon. So a little cinnamon. If you don't have cinnamon, maybe you have clove. Or maybe all you have is allspice, which has both clove and cinnamon. Then that can help heal your toothache. Uh, the book also says that um, clove is good for bringing in money and protection. And also for your love life and helping to deter negative energies. So they do sell clove. Clerve, Cl <laughs> hello, Clerve. They sell Clerve essential oils. Um, they do sell clove essential oils, and so maybe if you're going on a date um, and you want to deter negative energy and attract love, you could wear a little clove essential oil. Maybe put a little dried clove in your pocket. Maybe put a little clove in your wallet, or some clove oil on your money to attract money. From WebMD, yes, fuck me, I'm from the, I'm not a doctor, but WebMD, um, I did want to just get some, you know, I mean, shit, if WebMD says this, and you know that they're not into the shit, like, you know that they're into, what is it, like, allopathic, they just want to, like, kill the disease, you know, like, not actually for healing or something, 
I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. But WebMD says that clove is clove is a potentant potentant antioxidant and removes free radicals which damage your cells and can lead to disease by removing the free radicals the antioxidants in cloves reduce the risk of heart disease diabetes and certain cancers so maybe add some clove to your diet you could add it to a tea you could maybe find a tea that's got clove in it um who knows the world is open and available to you so it's a great antioxidant and can help prevent cancer because it gets rid of those free radicals. So that's beautiful. Thank you, WebMD. From the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs by Scott Cunningham, clove is associated with the planet Jupiter and the sun. So it's very much um, expansive. It's very much like bravery and courage and royalty, like very much like bright and shining and higher vibrations. So clove can be burned as an incense and it attracts spirits and drives away negative spirits and hostile forces and produces spiritual vibrations and purifies the area. As we've already discussed, burning clove in an incense mix or just straight up clove can help to purify the area, deter negative spirits and to bring in the good. So this is another source that's saying that clove is really great for uh, deterring negative energies. You can also burn clove to stop others from gossiping about you. That I think is dope. Um, that's one of the unique, because a lot of these are, you know, like cinnamon, a lot of these herbs and spices are good for love and money. Like that's like a very, con it's usually if it's good for love, it's good for money. Um, but an interesting and unique aspect about clove is that it can stop others from uh, gossiping about you. And you know what else can stop others from gossiping about you is reciting Psalm 31. Yes, you can repeat Psalm 31 in a low voice over olive oil and anoint your face and hands with it while concentrating on the divine name Yah, as in Yahweh. So that's awesome. If, if some people are talking a lot of shit about you, you could burn some clove incense and then escape the slander and evil tongues of men by reciting Psalm 31 in a low voice over olive oil and anointing your face and your hands, and it'll stop others from talking shit. And I'm going to recite Psalm 31 for you. In the Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I have hated those who regard useless idols, but I trust in the Lord. 
I will be glad and rejoice in your mercy, for you have considered my trouble. You have known my soul in adversities and have not shut me up into the hand of my enemy. You have set my feet in a wide place. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief, yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. I am a reproach among all my enemies, but especially among my neighbors, and am repulsive to my acquaintances. Those who see me outside flee from me. I am forgotten like a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel, for I hear the slander of many. Fear is on every side. While they take counsel together against me, they scheme to take away my life. But as for me, I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Do not let me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. Let the wicked be ashamed. Let them be silent in the grave. Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak insolent things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of man. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off from before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my supplications when I cried out to you. O oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Clove is also good for comforting the bereaved. So if you're recently had a family member pass away or you know someone who has 
perhaps make them a tea or some type of dessert or food with clove in it to bring comfort or maybe burn some clove incense to comfort your bereaved heart and maybe it's not just for someone who passed away but maybe you're just going through some hard times of heartache maybe clove would help bring some comfort to your soul and with that we shall conclude once again with our poem subscribe and share with your friends and so on thank you for listening clove is very good indeed for comforting those who are bereaved or holding evil tongues you see stopping all gossip spoke against me simply carry clove inside a sachet or burn as incense none could match it for warding off evil this smoke deters perhaps have fun and mix with myrrh for health it's true clove does aid preventing cancer you've got it made a veritable antioxidant it even works for protestants wear a little clove to attract the opposite sex it's a magical fact <laughs>